Good afternoon. This is a Sunday afternoon edition, audio-only edition of Talking Sports with Evan. I am Evan Wattallison, clearly, obviously, as the show is called Talking Sports with Evan. Who else would it be besides me? And decided to do a show here today um, talking about last night, the WWE Elimination Chamber. I uh, got caught up on that this morning uh, and wanted to uh, give my... I guess, instant reaction to watching it this morning and uh, give my thoughts on how I felt about the show. So Elimination Chamber, I it's actually one of my favorite events. I like the Elimination Chamber. I like the, the concept. Uh, they credit Eric Bischoff for the um, creating the Elimination Chamber as he was the raw general manager when it first, we had the first ever one. And I just really enjoy the Elimination Chamber match and concept. And last night we get two Elimination Chamber matches, a women's Elimination Chamber match to determine who the number one contender is for the Raw Women's Championship to take on Bianca Belair. And then you had one for the U.S. Championship, um, Austin Theory defending his U.S. title against a host of other people in the Elimination Chamber. And for those um, don't quite understand what it is you start with two people in the ring everyone else is locked in pods and then every I think five minutes until everyone's eliminated um, pod randomly opens up and the next person enters the match and overall I thought it was a good show um, I think over I think overall it was a really good show um, was predictable for the most part but it was an entertaining show a couple things I didn't really like per se over the over the event, and some things I really did enjoy on WWE Elimination Chamber. So with this show, this episode, I'm going to go through match by match, give my opinion of each match, give my thoughts on how I think it went, and what they, if it's something I didn't like, how it could have maybe went a little bit better. So I guess start off with the opening card of the match, the Women's Elimination Chamber match. You had Asuka, Kamala, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, Natalia, and Liv Morgan. You had Liv Morgan and Natalia start the match. And you had Raquel Rodriguez come in. And uh, Ra Raquel Rodriguez is a future star. She's going to be a future star in the women's division in the WWE. It wasn't quite her time. wasn't quite her. Uh, wasn't quite her time last night in the Elimination Chamber. But she's going to be a superstar in this business. And... She's going to be pushed to the moon and back eventually. But just wasn't her time. But like I said, it started with Liv Morgan and Natalia. Then Ra Raquel Rodriguez came in. Uh, Nikki Cross. I'm glad they went back to the NXT version of Nikki Cross. Kind of the unhinged, crazy, never know what you're going to get from Nikki Cross type. Especially if Alexa Bliss is starting to work her way out of the WWE. You can always kind of move her into her role if they do um, put her with the Wyatt faction on whatever's going to come from that. So I'm not saying Alexa Bliss is leaving, but just some rumors and rumbling that's come up um, recently that she might be looking to branch off another avenue. So, and I know internet wrestling community rumors are just that until proven, but she might just be taking some time off as well. But uh, Nikki Cross, I think, would be the better fit in the Wyatt faction than Alexa Bliss. And going back to crazy Nikki, I think, is great. 
Then you had Camella enter and then Asuka enter. Nikki Cross, first person out. Uh, not sure if she was technically supposed to be eliminated there, but I, because, uh, you, you know, Michael Cole is a professional. He's been doing this for a very long time and he doesn't make a lot of gaffes. And he initially said that she kicked out when she didn't and then stated that, well, we didn't have the best angle on it, but I guess she didn't kick out. I'm wondering if, because right before that pin, um, Raquel took Nikki Cross through one of the panels as Camella was hiding in the panel. Uh, Raquel picked up Cross, took it through the panel. And I'm wondering if maybe her head hit the one of the bars in the uh, pod that's supporting it. Because I, I don't know if she's supposed to be eliminated there, but just Michael Cole initially kicks out and... Again, I don't think Michael Cole would have made that mistake if she uh, was supposed to be eliminated there. But I guess that's something worth keeping an eye on to see how Nikki Cross, uh, um, if she, we see her off TV for a little bit or see if she posts anything um, about it or WWE does. Following that elimination, Liv Morgan got eliminated by a double submission from Natalia Sharpshooter on the Oscar lock. And uh, Liv Morgan, quote, passed out as she couldn't uh, withstand the pain anymore. And she couldn't tap out because all her limbs were being um, put in a submission hold. So Liv Morgan t gets uh, taken out. She gets helped to the back. So, you know, I, I'm guessing it was a great sell job by Liv Morgan. And Liv Morgan has been a great seller in the ring, um, especially very recently. Following that, uh, Natalia got eliminated from Camella. And then they had, to, and continuing to protect Raquel, you had Camella and Asuka both put their signature moves on Raquel and then both pin her so then she couldn't kick out. So I think that was a great job protecting Raquel. It took two, two people to take her out. And then Camella taps out to the Asuka arm bar, uh, for Oscar getting the victory. And I think it was, I, I personally felt Carmella was going to win because, you know, Mella's money. That's at least the, you know, what she says about herself and her and Bianca, they had a feud that I don't think they ever quite finished, but I'm glad they didn't go that route. I'm glad we get to see Oscar and Bianca Belair one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania. I think that's going to be a great match. Oscar is going back to more of her Japanese, uh, uh, persona with the face paint and Bianca is a star and I think it's gonna be a great match and does Asuka finally get a WrestleMania moment that'd be the question or is it still Bianca Belair time you know Asuka should have got a WrestleMania moment back when she won the Royal Rumble and she should have beat Charlotte Flair for the title but instead they kept the title on Flair and we did not get that um, WrestleMania moment from Asuka so that was the women's match. And like I said, overall, I liked the match. I think it went really well. Predictable, great spots throughout. And I, I liked the finish with Asuka getting the Camella to tap out and pick up the victory. Second match of the show is one I wish they didn't have because it was not good whatsoever. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. And it's a hard-hitting physical match between the two. But they end it with a Lesnar being put in the hurt lock and um, Lesnar giving a low blow and being disqualified and then F-fying uh, Bobby Lashley through the table, the, uh, the announcer table, 
and the official also being f 5 The issue I have with that, because now we get to stretch this match to WrestleMania. Uh, Friday night, SmackDown, Bray, Bray Wyatt, uh, after taking out uh, one of the factions, he states that he is going to go after either Bray Wyatt or Brock Lesnar next. So you're thinking, okay, Mania, you're probably going to have Lashley and Wyatt, as it's been rumored Lesnar is going to take on Gunther. And instead, we're looking like possibly having a Lesnar versus Lashley WrestleMania match because now you have more unfinished business between the two of them. So my guess is it's going to be a non-disqualification match or last man standing match between Lashley and Lesnar for one final time. And then we get to move on. I was looking forward to seeing what would happen with the with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy going after um, Bobby Lashley. And do we get to see the return of the Hurt Business? But instead, we get to wait until probably post-WrestleMania to see that because we are looking like we're going to have a Lesnar versus Lashley 4 at WrestleMania. So I did not like the match, did not like the the finish, did not like the... Um, the post-match stuff, because now we get to see this match all over again at WrestleMania. And the next match on the card, it was, a, it was an entertaining match. I liked the match, but at the same time, I did not like the match. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea's been being pushed to the moon lately with her Royal Rumble victory going after Charlotte Flair. Uh, Edge has been taken out from Judgment Day, taken out by them numerous times. Beth Phoenix got taken out by them at their um, I Quit match between Balor and Edge by Beth getting a concerto following the match. And they come back at Royal Rumble, go after Baylor and Ripley, and we get a big take team match. And I had a feeling they were going to have Edge and Beth get the victory, but the thing I was concerned about is if that's the case, Balor has to take the pinfall and they have to make Ripley look strong. Instead, they did have Balor take the pinfall, but instead they had Ripley look weak. I was not a fan of that. They could have had Ripley get taken out some other way. Instead of Beth Phoenix just being better and tougher than Rhea Ripley. So you trying to build up Ripley against Charlotte at Mania. Instead, you took it out at the knees. And now we get to probably see Charlotte Flair beat Rhea Ripley at Mania. Because now we're not going to pull the trigger. Because Ripley, quite frankly, did not look good in action last night. She got, in my opinion, Beth Phoenix outperformed her. And they made the way they set the match up and did the match, they made Ripley look weak. And it couldn't even take a brass knuckles to the face to get the Judgment Day the victory. And a couple botches in here. Beth obviously late breaking up a pinfall. Um, Edge was able to get that shoulder up, which made the brass knuckles move look weak. But I thought it was an entertaining match, but I didn't like the way they went about it. If you're going to have the judgment they lose, it should you could still could have had Rhea look strong and not look beneath Beth Phoenix is what I personally felt. Then we got the men's elimination chamber match. Again, great match. Um, you had Austin Theory 
You had Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, Johnny Galgano, Damian Priest, Seth Rollins. The match started with Seth Rollins and Galgano. This is a match I hope we get to see uh, in the future once Rollins is done with his Logan Paul feud. I hope we get to see um, Rollins and Galgano go after one another once again. Like I said, I thought it was a, they, they did a great job. Austin Theory came in. I think we have potential feud for the U.S. title between Galgano and Theory. I know the rumor is Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania, but I hope we end up actually with Gargano versus Theory for the U.S. title at Mania. I think that would be a great matchup between two entertaining competitors and not a big Austin Theory fan per se, but I think he does put uh, together good work in the ring, and I think Gargano and Theory would be great. Um, followed that up by Damian Priest coming in. Then you had the big man, 330 pound was what they built him, Bronson Reed, followed by Montez Ford. And Montez Ford, although he did not get the victory, Montez Ford stole the show. I thought Montez Ford was just incredible in that in that ring. He has he's a future world champion. If they don't screw it up. He is going to be a future either Raw or, or, or SmackDown or uh, Undisputed champion someday. That's how talented Montez Ford is. He's great at selling, great great moveset, and he's good for some big spots like climbing up Spider-Man style to the cage and then dropping himself on the competitors, which is a risky move to do, but he nailed it perfectly. And I think Ford has a great future in the WWE and he will likely be a world champion. We'll probably see the Street Profits break up at some point, feud for a while, and then Montez Ford to go off on his own and be a world champion. That, that's, that's my thought. But elimination-wise, you had Bronson Reed eliminated first, and again, you, you made him look strong, as I talked about with um, Rodriguez in the women's match. They had Reed look strong with his elimination. I know it was only pinned by um, by Ford, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, he took everyone's finisher except Theory because I don't think Theory could put the finisher on Reed, but that's another day. Then you had Gagano eliminated by Priest following his razor's edge. You had Ford taken out by... Uh, you had Priest taken out by Ford. And then Theory took out Ford following a uh, curb stomp on the outside. Uh, Theory got the pin on on Ford, and then Theory beats Rollins following the uh, following the interference by Logan Paul when they opened it up to let um, one of the competitors out of the ring. When they open it up to let him in, Logan Paul comes in and finishes the uh, goes after Rollins, puts the curb stomp on Rollins, and then Theory gets up the the win. And I think it's good having Theory win. He he's very bland per se when it comes to Mike um, Mike performance, but I think he's still developing his persona. And I think keeping the U.S. title on him right now is a good thing. Um, Montez Ford. Street Profits don't really need it. Priest has been U.S. champion before. I think he has a higher ceiling than that. Gogano, I think, would be a great uh, great matchup between him and Theory for the U.S. title. 
And then Rollins, in theory, still have some unfinished business, but he's got to take care of Logan Paul first. And like I said, I hope we get to see Galgano and Rollins at some point in the future putting on some uh, some some matches. I think that would be a great match. And then the last match of the night, we knew Roman Reigns was going to win. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, the head of the table, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, who turned his back on Roman at Royal Rumble by hitting Roman in the back with the chair. So I guess, well, Roman kind of turned his back on Sammy, I guess, if I guess that's the way you want to look at it. But the match was very good match. Great story told, slow match to start off with, staring each other down, headlocks, uh, those kinds of things. The Montreal crowd, big time behind Sammy, uh, went ballistic when his music hit, behind him the entire match, and... I think the match itself was a great match, and Sammy looked like he belonged in that ring against Roman Reigns. They didn't make Roman Reigns. Uh, they didn't make Roman Reigns look uh, godlike over Sami Zayn. They could have just had it be a complete de- uh, destruction of Sami Zayn, but instead it was a great back and forth match. And then one of the Usos came in. Uh, Jimmy came in to try to help. Roman get the win. Eventually, Jay came in, stood behind Roman and Zayn after Reigns had the chair. Reigns gave the chair to Jay, said, hit Sammy. It's either me or Sammy. Pushed him in the face a couple times with Jay not liking that uh, a lot. Reigns then stepped out of the way as Sammy speared Jay Uso, and Reigns took him out with a couple chair shots and a spear. Match over. And then Jimmy and Reigns continued the beatdown. And then Kevin Owens came out and saved the day. So you, you set a few things up with this. You set, um, you know, Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens getting back together as a group for a match at Mania against the Usos. You made Sammy look very strong so he can stay in this title picture and either go after Reigns again after Mania or go after Cody once uh, Cody de- uh, takes the belt off Roman Reigns, which is, I think, what's going to happen. They're not going to have this huge build pre-Royal Rumble, starting with Cody to uh, WrestleMania. If they're not going to give the title to Cody, that would be a waste of a huge build. And I think, uh, again, I think it was just a great match, uh, and it definitely was the match of the night to me. And Sammy looked like he belonged in the main event picture. So overall, liked Elimination Chamber. I thought it was great, uh, really well done. I didn't like, um, I didn't like the the Edge and Beth Phoenix Ripley. Or I should say Judgment Day Ripley and uh, Balor, especially the finish. And it, they set a lot of things in play for WrestleMania: Logan Paul, Seth Rollins. The uh, Usos versus Owens and Sammy. Reigns looked strong. Um, yeah, they said a lot of good things in place coming into WrestleMania. But, of course, we also are going to get Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley for the fourth time, which I wish we wouldn't see, but we're going to, unfortunately. But with that said, uh, this has been Talking Sports with Evan, talking about the Elimination Chamber and... Uh, Hope you all enjoyed the show. Find me on Twitter at Evan with Sports, and I will talk at you uh, later on this week. 
if there's anything breaking with the Bucks or the Packers or the Brewers between uh, at all this week, I will bring you a show. Otherwise, I may take the week off and get back to you the following week then. Um, with that said, talk to you all later. Have a great Sunday.